So obviously want to get into the album and talk a little music with you. But uh, man, it feels like this album's been a long time coming in the making. And I'm kind of curious with the pandemic and all this past couple of years we've all been dealing with. Had you been sitting on this material for a while or were you just kind of releasing tunes as you wrote them? No. So we um, we've been working on this since I think, gosh, maybe we started in like mid 2020, like a little into the pandemic. Um, we weren't really planning on doing a, a full length record. We were just kind of we actually recorded an entire album in late 2019 um, ourselves. It was like 12 or 13 songs. And I remember right before the pandemic, we sat back and we were listening to it before we were going to get it mixed or anything. And we just didn't like it. So we we threw it away um, and we started over. And so we weren't sure if we were going to do a record, but we started with this first batch of songs just kind of as as we were going and we kind of figured out our little method of how we were going to self-produce it in our own studio and stuff and so that's why you ended up getting a few of these singles a lot earlier on because we did just release it as we were going at the time Um, i think the first one was fish friend which was interesting because that of course would have never been the first single off this record but it was just one of the first few songs that we we're doing not planning anything else and uh we thought it was so cute and fun and had this great little video idea and and we hadn't put anything out in a really long time and so we were kind of trying to figure out getting back in our momentum and everything but um i think after that we just kind of kept going after those three songs and then uh you know with buena and sleep count and and uh we were like we should we should stop just releasing everything if we're going to keep you know making this all together in one cohesive project so that's kind of how that happened we've been sitting on it now for a minute yeah but like it 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 was a whole process it's not like we've been sitting around for like a, a few years with it or something yeah, because I mean, certainly the pandemic screwed everybody up as far as release plans and everything. And so it's just kind of kind of curious how it affected you. Crazy that you have a whole album worth of material that you just flushed down the toilet. Or did you rework some of those songs? Yeah, we, we reworked a few of the songs, um, a few of them. I mean, they, they like the songs still exist. It doesn't mean that we're never going to do some of those songs again. Um, it was just the the way it was recorded, the way it sounded, the the songs we chose, the way they were written at the time. We just we weren't into it. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a lot of work, but I don't know. We just didn't like it anymore. So um, and then we ended up having a lot of free time uh, imminently after that. So because um, the world shut down. So it worked out. And I got to ask, man, being in a band with brothers, <laughs> a lot of times they're celebrated in music. But I always think about the opposite and fighting like cats and dogs with brothers. But you tell me. Yeah, no, I mean, they don't fight, but it does create this kind of, I don't know, team where it's me against the brothers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, I am the the singer and guitarist. So I have a little bit of leeway, but they're the entire rhythm section. So it, uh, it creates a weird dynamic. I mean, they, they get along really well for brothers. They like they're, they hang out independently. Like all their friends are friends and they're in those same groups and stuff. Um, but it, it does, it has been this thing, especially because there's such a, a democracy we promote in Fencer of like, you know, obviously like I'm the singer and stuff, but like we, we try and really equally have input on everything to to the most part. Um, and that gets weird when it's like, they have the same 
brain kind of not exactly but like you know they have had the same upbringing their their parents who are, are great but they like you know they were raised a certain way so they have it's and i wasn't part of that family so it's this kind of interesting clash sometimes um but somehow we've made it work we just hit uh six years today actually wow. so um yeah Congratulations. I was going to say, not that you or I will ever know exactly, but it must almost feel like giving birth, finally putting this album out. Basically, yeah. I mean, I was, you know what? It was funny. I was listening to it because I, I love to listen to my own music because I'm super pretentious. But I was listening to it in the car with my girlfriend the other night. And I was just like, man, I don't want to release it anymore. And she's like, why don't you want to release it anymore? I'm like, I, I don't know. Because then it's like, then I can't just listen to it and be like, oh, look at my album. It's like then it'll just be like released. It'll just be like Junebug or something like, oh, it's just out. It's just a released song. Um, so I don't know. But the real trick is now that you're releasing it, now the work really begins, you know, touring and marketing for it. That's that's when it really starts. Exactly, exactly. And and mentally, we're already past this album. We're already working on what's what's next. So the idea is to not really slow down our momentum. Speaking of uh, mentally and 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 uh, talking a little mental health with you, I, I love that that's a, something that you love to talk about. My dad was a psychologist my whole life growing up, and I think that it's something that's criminally uh, underrated, like not talked about enough. So I always love to give my platform the opportunity for people to speak about mental health and you being a positive presence coach. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been a life coach with uh, this company called Positive Presence for now the last maybe almost a year. Um, and it's great. It's kind of like an alternative to therapy. It's pretty similar in a lot of ways, but I guess uh, therapy is a very kind of one sided experience. Um, and you don't really have a relationship outside of the sessions, but this is kind of the idea of being able to build on your relationship and, uh, you know, share from your own experiences. Um, but yeah, mental health is super important to me. I, uh, as, as I got into my uh, early twenties and my own mental health started to deteriorate as it does, um, it just became a, something I, I guess I had to prioritize, um, because if I didn't, I wouldn't have been able to, uh, stay afloat. So, um, I've just, yeah, spent the last many years learning all sorts of techniques and skills and about how my brain works and, uh, and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hours of therapy and, and DBT and all sorts of that jazz. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty big on it. You know, I, I wish I could take the credit and say I was smart enough and planned it out to wear this blue shirt today and, and you know, to go along with the, the color scheme. But it just happened to coincide that way. But I'm going to butcher it. But synesthesia? Synesthesia. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So it's this like, I don't know, condition. I, it, it's weird to call it a condition because it's just like a, I don't know, just something I do in my head. But um, basically where you associate letters and words with colors. Um, and I, I remember ever since I was in like kindergarten, I would always just I don't know. Letters would be different colors to me and words would be different colors. And I don't know why I don't really know if it meant anything or resembled anything specifically. Um, but basically when we were starting this project, um, Cameron, our drummer and myself, he and I wanted to figure out some kind of cool aesthetic or color scheme or something going on. Um, and the first batch of songs that we had written, I don't know. I was like, Oh, they're blue. 
I don't know why it was. I, I think at the time we had like battery pack, which is on our first EP and a really old version of Joseph Courtney, which is actually on this new record. Um, and then maybe a couple others and they just, they were just blue. And so we decided to go with that. And since then we've just gotten so completely over the top with it. Um, with essentially, uh, whoa, what is happening on your screen? I don't know. Tripped out for a second. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I was sorry. It was distracting me. I was like, don't ignore, don't acknowledge that. But then I, I couldn't not. Um, anyways, no. And so we've just gotten completely over the top with it with, um, you know, everything we do now is blue. Uh, if we're writing songs and they don't seem blue to me, we'll just kind of shelve them. Um, all the lighting in our studio is blue. We only play in like saturated and blue lighting. Everything I own at this point is blue. I'm slowly like, you know, converting my wardrobe into just blue things. Like even outside of Fencer, it's just become like my life color that I've adopted now. And, um, I don't really know how it affects the sound. It definitely does because it's such a creative aspect of the band now, even musically, um, but it does something. So it's just, <laughs> it's what, it's what we do at this point. Interesting. Do you know the band Baroness? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'm not I'm not super on it. They do. Uh, you should check them out. You'd probably dig them, although not everything blue. They do different colors for each album. Mm. They have a red album, Ooh. a blue album, golden gray, yellow and uh, green and yellow. So they're kind of, I think, uh, down your lane a little bit. And I'm like that a little bit. I'm more of a numbers guy okay. with numbers. And sometimes colors have numbers. Well, I haven't really explored it. I think that's numerology. But, uh, <laughs> I, have, I have numbers that I that I like and don't like. Like I love even numbers and hate odd numbers. But five is an odd number. But that one's cool because it's right kind of even and like it, it's the whole <laughs> thing. So I get that, man. I totally yeah. get that to some degree. Cool. Oh, my camera's wigging out again. One other uh, thing I wanted to talk to you about, and I'm bummed that I missed the tour last year because I'm friends with the guys as well. But crossing eyes and dotting T's. You guys went out and played some shows with them. They're playing your album release party. Love those guys and love that tune. Regret stained memories from them. But how'd you hook up with those guys? Yeah, we, uh, I don't know. We just played some, they're, they're pretty local too. In, in LA, they, they jump around like Orange County and stuff too. But, um, we, we just, we hooked up at some show and, uh, I think Matt, the singer, he approached us and was like, Hey, you guys are cool. We should start doing stuff. And we just got along really well. Um, and like became friends outside of that. It's funny now because that, that band, as we knew it, I'm very excited to see them tomorrow night because like three of the four members have now switched. So it's a totally new lineup, um, as far as, as far as how they, they're going to, you know, present themselves. So I'm very excited to see that. But, um, you know, Matt and then the, the original guys that we knew, I mean, we just kind of fell in love with each other and we, we became really close. And so, yeah, we went on a little run. Um, and that was very fun. And we just kind of play together whenever we can. They're good guys. Yeah, totally good guys. And, and glad to see you guys hooking up and really cool that I saw you went on tour with uh, Bad Flower and, and the band that I'm really loving right now, Dead Poet Society. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're cool. Uh, that was, uh, we've known we've known Bad Flower for a long time. Me and Josh, the singer, he he produced our first EP and they've opened a lot of doors for us. Um, and then, yeah, Dead Poet Society, they're, they're great guys, too. Um, we actually played our third show ever with them in 2017 at the Viper Room. Oh, wow. Um, 
And then we didn't, you know, and we didn't even know each other at the time. Like I couldn't, I don't think any of us could hang out in the venue to see their set because we weren't 21. <laughs> um, but I remember I shook the singer's hand um, and then we, we parted ways. And uh, then they ended up on this Bad Flower tour with us. And we, I think the next time we saw them was like at this sold out show we were bo- both playing on in Nashville. Um, and so it was a really weird weird little turnaround thing yeah crazy crazy band and, and they all went to to uh the music institute yeah yep. in and yep. all like it's like they learned all the rules just so they could break them all <laughs> right exactly you know kind of curious man you came from the acting world and who was the guy that made you want to you know put down the uh, script and pick up the guitar was there one specific guitar player that made you want to play and sing and go the music route now, well, I don't like guitar and I don't like guitar players. So <laughs> I barely know how to play guitar. I'm not a big, um, that's why we only have the one in the band. And I'm just like, uh, guitar playing isn't, isn't my thing, which is a funny, a weird thing to say, but, um, I don't know. I think it was more just natural. I think, um, just over the years, you know, I started acting when I was super young. So you kind of get to a point, um, when I was like in high school, I like, I started when I was like six. So like 10 years later, I was just kind of into different things. Um, I mean, I, I, I was super into a lot of bands growing up. Um, I loved a, a pop punk band called some 41 for many years. Oh, that yeah. when I was like little, that was like my whole thing. That was a big introduction into really digging music, like independently outside of like, just, you know, my dad playing it for me and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I think uh, I think early on some of these like, you know, like when Royal Blood first hit the scene in like 2014, I was listening to that album a lot. And that was just kind of really inspiring me. Um, some of the early highly suspect stuff. Um, I obviously love the White Stripes, if you can't tell. Um, so, you know, some of that kind of stuff. But uh, I really listened to a lot of things i love morphine too which we have a cover of one of their tracks on on the new record um they're a great 90s kind of like jazz rock band so do you ever dig into like the heavier side of things ever go get any metal or metallica or anything sometimes yeah yeah i love um i love listening to um what you're gonna you're gonna kill me justice for all that's the name of the record right and justice for all yeah and justice for all because i just think it's so funny how there's no bass on that album like any of it (laughs) I think that's the funniest thing. I'm like, what? And, and and I, you listen for it too, because you're like, he, he recorded on this. Where the hell is it? <laughs> I think that's so great. <laughs> well, and do you know the backstory behind it? Why there is no bass kind of. Wasn't it, wasn't it uh drummer kept being like, Oh, just turn it down more, turn it down more. And then it just ended up just being basically not there. Yeah. It was the sound they were going for, but kind of, kind of tied into, they had tragically lost their bass player in a, in a uh, bus accident. Oh, okay. A couple of years before. So it was their new bass player's first album. And I think they just kind of didn't want to hear any bass. At right. All. Right. No, that makes, that makes more sense. And I mean, it also works with that kind of sound of just like the, just like all highs and, and lows and like no, no mid, just like that kind of guitar sound kind of fills it out a little bit. Yeah. Good stuff. I was going to say, you know, we do a feature called mandatory Metallica and if you to <laughs> cover one, which, what, what tune would you cover? Can you think of any up of injustice? Oh, um, 
I mean, I think the the generic one, this is often just one, right? Yeah, there's only one Injustice album. No, what's the... Oh, the song one. The song one, yes. Yeah. No, 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 that's okay. I was just making sure it's off the same record. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's a, the lame way I was introduced to it is through Guitar Hero 3. I think that's oh. the first time I really got into that, and that was a super hard song to play, and I played it hundreds of times till I could beat it on whatever hard or expert or something. And I was like, this, this is kind of cool. I dig the, the opening. Of that song's great. Yeah. Do you ever pick up the guitar and play the opening? Those first couple notes? No, I, you know what? I barely know how to play any, any song like guitar songs outside of our own. It's really bizarre. And oh. I like, don't practice guitar. I like to keep myself like really fumbling on the instrument and not really knowing what I'm doing with it. It's, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, a fun little experiment for me. Do you almost write backwards and do lyrics and then write the guitar around the lyrics then? Yeah, it's not even the lyrics. Lyrics end up being the very last thing, but I don't write on guitar. It's mostly melodies. I'll come up with guitar melodies and vocal melodies and drum ideas and stuff. Um, and I just, I have a, an app in my phone where I can like layer a bunch of voice memos basically. And so I'll just do that for hours and messing them around and stuff. Um, Sometimes I, I write stuff on guitar, but very rarely. I mean, I feel like whenever I pick up my guitar, I end up just playing very similar things over and over when I'm like trying to um, create from there. So I just kind of, I don't know. I'm, I like singing. I'm good at singing. So I just kind of me- make it up in my head. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time and best of luck with the album and hope to see you out there on the road. Thank you very much, Mike. Really appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Cheers.